What's up? What's good, Juan? Juan, it is Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. I am the host, Roz Mix. I have my friends with me, Ken Shark and Lucky Lady. Thank you for listening. The podcast is just us just talking about things that's going on in our lives, trending topics and things of that nature. Thank you so much for watching and watching and listening. Uh, if you're watching us live, it is Tuesday night. Tomorrow, we're going to put you on the upstream so you can listen to SoundCloud and all that good stuff. What is going on? I hate hearing myself. Who's playing that? <laughs> so make sure you give us a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share with your friends. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that you enjoy listening to us and you want everybody else to listen to us. Thank you so much for our support in advance. How are you ladies doing tonight? I am wonderful. I just had a mouthful, boy. Real loud. I am well. <laughs> oh, so how was your weekends? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to leave it at that? <laughs> yeah. All right, so before we get started, before we get into everything, we got to take a moment and uplift our sister lucky lady. <laughs> she had a rough weekend. I told this part of the game. You have rough shows. So, pretty much you had a poetry set. Yes. It didn't go as they expected. No. Hey. I listen to I listen to a lot of comedians who have podcasts, and they all have these stories about them having terrible sets and bombing and things of that nature is part of it is part of growing. You're gonna bounce back and do even better from this. What do you say, Ken Shark? You had the creativity to create your pieces. And you had the courage to share them. And if it didn't go over as well as you liked the first time, I would say don't give up. You, you, you. That wasn't the first time. <laughs> well, okay, first time, second time. Sometimes it takes three or more, but don't give up. Bobby says you she absolutely will. Listen, <laughs> I absolutely said, will give up. No, don't give up. I Listen, <laughs> we sat there and watched Genius with Kanye, yeah. and he was bombing trying to play a great song. <laughs> yeah, so it was. I mean, if that if that doesn't inspire you to keep at it, keep at it. I mean, if he was playing that song to people and people weren't paying no attention, he's got to find true. that right ear. I mean, you got to find you got to find your crowd. True, true. Bobby says true. you will persevere. Bobby, make sure you give it give give us a thumbs up on the on the on the uh, YouTube's. You just got. I mean, we all bomb. You know, I put you know. Okay, let me tell you the time I bomb is kind of funny. I had a t-shirt idea, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be a dope t-shirt. <laughs> if I take the original black nerds from TV and put them all in a t-shirt and said, OB original blurred, it had like the death row, how they had the autumn set up. I paid somebody like 60 bucks. To, I mean, I probably paid more than that. I paid a lot of money for his design to get made. He did a terrible. He did a terrible, terrible thing with the design. He made them all the same skin color. It was Urkel, Dwayne Wayne, um, Raj from What's Happening, mm-hmm. 
and somebody else, I forget who I put on it. And that was like five years ago. You know what I mean? Well, it was longer than that, like seven years ago. You know, me, you know how many times that shirt sold? How many? Zero. Zip. I didn't get any money back from that design. That t-shirt bombed like crazy. And I was yeah. trying my hardest to make it work, and it didn't work. So it's just, I don't know. It for me, it's just like well, first, like the, the set or the crowd, or not even really the crowd, the the fellow artists, right? So we pretty much all have different like styles. Um and being that I'm like the newest person or whatever, I think mine is like really immature. Even though I get feedback in terms of like my writing, but I tell people all the time, I'm like, I can write it, I can't recite it. But then I guess I, I was going in looking at the lineup and I was going in thinking in terms of like, I know pretty much everybody's style of a poetry or a spoken word. And it's like, Mine seems so immature and so not juvenile, but like not really grown. I, I guess I haven't really grown into my artistry, even though I'm at a good place in terms of writing. But in terms of reciting it, it's like I cannot for the life of me, like remember it at all. And so... I was already coming in with that. Then I was coming in with, like I said, looking at the, the rest of the lineup. And I'm like, all of these people are pretty much established in terms of their artistry. And I felt some type of way. And I was like, that don't mean I'm giving up because I'm just going to try new techniques in terms of like trying to make, I guess, the inspiration or what I was thinking in terms of when I was writing it to have that come across on stage. I'm just trying to figure out how to do that. And and I and I do know that there are a lot of people whom say that, you know, when you first start, like it it's bad a lot of times. Like very rarely do you see it's like almost like the the matrix, you know, when when Neo jumped off the building or whatever, and it's like, you know, he about to make it, he about to make it, then he didn't. And it's like, okay, I was like, I would have been surprised if he had have done it. That's how it kind of feels like one of those things. Like everybody's like, you're going to suck pretty much. Like people who don't, those are rare instances. So, um, okay. my question I'm sorry for cutting you off. When you say you're, it was immature, what do you mean it was immature? Like, just my, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if immature is the word that I want to use because it's like, just my style of writing is different than the rest of the lineup that was there. It's like, my stuff is more, a lot of stuff that I write now comes from like a healing place because I keep having this conversation like I've done, like I've said before, that I'm on this healing journey. So a lot of my stuff is like getting out some of that stuff that I've been holding in in terms of like how I felt about certain situations or certain people or whatever. So it's like, I'm writing about that. And it, it to me at my age, it seems kind of immature-ish because I'm still writing about hurt and pain. When it's like some of the other lineup, it was like a lot more thought conscious pieces, I guess. That's not fair to you. You no, are where yeah. you are in your journey. They, yeah. can't, 
determine that for you. So my, I don't know, suggestion would be when you want to speak these pieces or right. relay them to others, speak them with the emotion that you wrote them with. And That's whether what I mean. it seems immature or not, let that flow out of you because it sounds to me like you've written it, you're on the journey, but you're not letting it out. You're not expressing it. You're not getting rid of it. Right. And so that would be what I would say is to when before you do a performance, the piece you're going to perform, go back to what made you write it and right. then use that emotion to share it. That makes sense. And I said that about you too. You know, you need to let it out. You you hold back so much. No, you just want me to let my hoe out. Let, yeah. Not to let, let your hoe, but let your, <laughs> let it out. You know, it seemed like you were trying to be what people want you to be instead of who you want to be. Let yourself well, no, that, out. That's where I'm getting away from. Like, honestly, that's where I'm getting away from. Like, the whole subscribing to what other people have placed on me or whatever. You know, like to just let myself come out. Basically, that's where I am. But I think the majority of it is like I'm measuring myself. And this is my opinion. It's like what I've been reflecting on is that I'm measuring myself based off of like in terms of writing, I've I've wrote for a long time. In terms of sharing it and even attempting to perform, this is something that is very, very new. And what I was reflecting on like this weekend and uh today and today is like basically I'm measuring myself based off of people who have been doing this, have been going on stage for like years. So then I had to remove that from it, you know? And so it's like, just keep on going. Basically, I don't intend on stopping unless I just every time, like there's no growth, there's no progression. Like maybe that's not the thing. It's in terms of writing it, attempting to get published, stuff like that, that's still on my list of things to do. And probably will still be on my list of things to do if I do decide to not perform anymore. I do still write. And I do, like I said, I do still, <coughs> excuse me, intend on looking for avenues to get published. But just because I'm published and just because I'm writing it down, like I said, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm meant to perform it. That is another thing that I'm that I'm coming to terms with. Like if if that is it, then that's just it. You know, maybe I'm not meant to perform. Maybe I'm just supposed to be a, a written artist. Who, but who's making that determination for you? Are you determining it from one, I mean, from a couple performances or? No, 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 no. I said going forward, like I'm going to continue to try. Okay. I said, but if, but if it comes to the point where I have to say, you have to, you know, really, really be honest with yourself or whatever. And it's like, if it gets to that point, then I will accept that if that's what it's supposed to be. But let me let me say this. I, I've never actually like heard a lot of poets perform, but I know their voice. Right. But, and I'm thinking that if you give your emotion to your writings, because I, it may not come across as well, even in your writing, if people don't know the place that you're coming from they haven't heard it or they haven't felt it they they yeah. won't necessarily know where it's coming from 
Right. Because I think you need to attach that emotion to it. And then, you know, me speaking right now is causing me pain. So, (laughs) So to get up in front of others and perform works that you have written takes a lot of courage and I congratulate you for that. I really well, do. thank you. <laughs> but I, I, I really, uh, that's my added opinion is yeah. that I think you need to attach your emotion to your writing so people actually hear right. what you're trying to say. What you I just don't want to sound corny. Like, I don't know. Like, be my voice. Be corny. Be who you are. You Damn, feel it's real. real. Right. If you if you think this is what you want to do, this is how you want to d- display it, display it the way you want to. Again, I'm going back to the Kanye doc. Right. He wanted to make the music that he wanted to make and he stuck with it. Even yeah. though at the time it was all gangsters and drug dealers, he said, you know what, I want to talk about being self-conscious. Yeah. Just think about the t- just think about that era that he came out that he did that in. That was Jay-Z, Big Pimpin', you know what I'm saying? Jermaine, you know, that was a crazy era. Well. And he came out to me, I'm self-conscious. <laughs> so you just got to do what you got to do. And you do have your own outlet now, your YouTube channel, where you can yeah. post your poetry. True. Ooh, and you can True. use that to practice. Right. And, and not have to worry about other people being there, like, in my face. Not, seriously, like, anybody who was there, anybody who is listening or who is watching who was there on Friday, like, at one point, like my mouth got so dry, like I could not even speak. Like I literally walked off stage. <laughs> I literally walked off stage in the middle of one of my pieces. I had to go get a bottle of water. I took a couple of sips and then I started off, you know, where I left off it or whatever. But it was like it was it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Well, this just means you need to get out there and do it more. So yeah. find you a couple of open poetry nights. Don't tell nobody you're going, just go. And just and then do just, it. Just go up there and do it, and just work out your work out your set. I mean, well, I will say that the that the the saving grace for my my pride and my ego, I guess I don't know, is that there were a couple people like the pieces that I read that night or whatever. There were a couple people who expressed gratitude or you know that thanked me when I got off stage because they were like you know it meant something to them. And I guess that's the saving grace. You know, I might've thought that I sucked, but in terms of like my delivery, I sucked in terms of stage presence and my delivery, but the actual words that I was saying, that I was saying, it touched a couple people. And you know, that I guess was a good thing. And you know what you should have said? Hey, if it touched you, you know, I do have a YouTube channel. Go to YouTube (laughs) and search lucky lady and subscribe to my channel. Tell your friend what is going on. I have no idea. You got fire Hold on one second. I have no idea what that is. Okay. I mean, we all, I mean, I'm I'm muted you so you can take care of that. So, like I said, bombing is just when you try to put yourself out there, it's not going to always go right. Like I said, I, with the t-shirt, I put out videos that 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 still are up. They've been out for years. Only got like ten views. So <laughs> shit bombs. I mean, this is a way of life. I mean, that next well, one might she, be that one. Well, exactly. Well, when she talks about her mouth getting so dry that she couldn't speak, that happened to me in a job interview. I, I, I 
I was trying to speak and nothing, nothing came out. Nothing. I, I, <laughs> and that's a horrible feeling because you know what you want to say. Exactly. And you just cannot get it out because you're so nervous. Well, that's where no, you my mouth is like dry. <laughs> you know, have you ever had cotton mouth? Yeah, when I um, do a couple of edibles, you know what I'm saying? You can... Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, how, that's how I felt. Like, I had, like, real life cotton mouth. And I drank, like, almost a bottle of water before I went on stage. It was just... <laughs> that's just nerves and you not used to being up there. You need to get up there yeah. more. Like yeah. I said, find an open set or just go to a bar and just stand on the bar and be like, look here, everybody, listen here. <laughs> I'm lucky lady. I'm going to tell my poem to y'all. And get put out. <laughs> they'll, let you, they'll, they'll let you get your poem off, and you know what I'm saying, before they kick you out. Right. And they'll be like, everybody, my um, YouTube page is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you just got to get yourself out there. It's going to be rough. It's not going to be pretty. At the first couple of it's not going to be pretty, but you you putting yourself out there. You out there. Yeah, it's a lot more than what a lot of people are doing right now, so that's what I always say. And you've already reached one or two people who've told you, I heard you, yeah. I heard you. So, each one I used to work at a place, and this was their logo each one, reach one. So, each one, reach one. Yeah, I'm not done, I'm just gonna suck until I don't. <laughs> hey, now nah, I like that attitude. <laughs> Keep sucking. You're gonna get it right. Just keep sucking. Stay at it. Don't stop. Just keep sucking. You're gonna get it right. Why is he we, like this? We're gonna be here all night. I don't if we know. Have to. I, I didn't we're have gonna be here all night that. if we have to till you get this right. Stay at it. Why keep is sucking? Yes. Why is he like this? Yes, that's the attitude. I don't, you know, have to have. I don't see him changing anytime soon. I right. Mean, you said it. I'm disagreeing with you. I got your back. I okay. Keep okay. sucking. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. It's gonna. The magic's gonna happen. The magic's gonna happen. It's just gonna erupt all over the place. Just sure. magic. Just, <laughs> just keep working. Just keep sucking at it. Just keep. Just keep. Don't stop. <laughs> Constantly. Just stay on it. You know what I'm saying? Don't let up. <laughs> Don't let up on it. <laughs> hey, that's why. That's, that's what it is. Why? Man. Why? I can't. Uh, speaking yeah. of why, why? Let's let's talk about this crazy. Your text best exchange. friend. <sighs> Your best friend. Baby with a booty. That's a hell of a name. Join the stream. All here is keep sucking. Hey, that's what we own on here. That's what we own right now. Make sure you give a thumbs up and subscribe. Baby with a booty. Baby with a booty. <laughs> Boy, we is <laughs> we is reaching people tonight. Let's go. I'm not. So, Pete Davidson texted Kanye this, and this is so many levels to this. How he did said, he get his phone number? I'm pretty sure he's. It's there in Hollywood. You can get somebody's number. Okay. So he said, "Yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. Let's stop right there. <laughs> Let's stop right there. You know it's bad when somebody's texting you at 8 a.m. Like, yo." Right, you need to relax, man. <laughs> like Kanye's been making these videos and going, going live on. and just, but okay, showing okay. that he hasn't taken his medicine. I know we can't keep we can't keep saying this. He need you know he is yeah. We gotta stop blaming it on the meds. 
He's too or lack thereof, or lack thereof. It's the lack okay. thereof that we're blaming it on. Okay, it says, you don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing. You are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore, and I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. Hey, Ooh. hey, Ooh. I ain't mad at him. I'm surprised Ooh. it took this long before he said something. Yeah. Like, how much can you take for you? Like, you know what? <laughs> Grow the fuck up, or we're going to see each other in the street. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what he's saying to him. Yeah. And he's taking his meds. Huh? And Kanye responds. He probably decided not to take one that day. And Kanye responds, oh, you use profanity. Where are you at right now? And he <laughs> says, in bed with your wife. Oh! Now, why did Kanye set himself up for that? I don't know. True. Why. True. <laughs> But that, but he, she's not his wife anymore. But that's it's because he he he's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, baby with yeah, a boot says uh. Pete's gonna run the space. <laughs> but he's a comedian. You don't try to come at a comedian because he's gonna he's gonna kill you with the jokes. And he sent the picture of him exactly. with his shirt off in bed. Like yo, I'm really in bed with your with your wife. Now what what what? <laughs> they are yeah, they childish. He's a comedian. You Kanye keep trying to come at these comedians coming at DL and DL yeah. is killing them with the jokes. And yeah, <laughs> that's one comedian I would never go at. Man, and 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 Cat Williams, I would never. <laughs> exactly. Cat Williams never. don't know when to stop. He would, he would, I would never. He would go a whole tour talking about it. <laughs> yes. So Kanye responds, "Happy to see that you're out of out the hospital and rehab." See. He tried to be. He tried to come with the jokes. It's not landing. P says, "Same here." It wonders that those places do when you get help. You should try it. Killing oh. them. Killing them. <laughs> oh my god. He said, "I'm in LA for the day. If you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk, Wait, it's, oh, they didn't got the whole message on here. But he said, if you want to talk, I'm here." Yeah. There was more to it. I don't know why I didn't get the whole thing, but because he wants to talk. Of it. Because he wants to talk. I think Pete does want to talk. Like, dog. I what, thought what, that what? was. Oh, I thought that was Kanye said that. No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, so he called Kanye a little bitch boy. Yeah. Oh. He said he's done. He's done fucking with him. Like you didn't got the world called his boy Skeet. <laughs> you didn't. But I like that him? though. I like that part when he he was like this Skeet. Like, okay, so not to get taken down or whatever, but that's like you know. Somebody tried to use something to degrade you or whatever the case may be, and you flip it around and start you. It's like it takes some of this thing. Like I don't want to call you that anymore because it doesn't hurt your feelings. And that's why I say exactly. he need to stop. He still need to stop messing with comedians. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because he can't. He can't win that battle. He's not that quick on his feet. If it was a rap battle, he could probably do something. But yeah. as far as just jokes, he's gonna like, lose. He, he's gonna he, lose every time. You know, Pete Davidson is going for jokes. Kanye's going for digs. He's trying to attack him. And it's falling flat because one, the attacks aren't very good. And two, Pete Davis. He's dealing with emotion. He 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 been up on that stage. Yeah. (laughs) Where he had to to deflect. (laughs) And that's what he does for a living. So he so Roz is right. A comedian is really not somebody you want to attack. But I I think that it's like the fact that he's 
coming from an emotional place, you know, as far as Kanye, like he's coming from an emotional place. Whereas Pete Davidson is not coming from an emotional place like that because for one, like, you know, he's used jokes to, you know, either get out of situations or to smooth them over or whatever. And then what does he really have to be emotional about? He's laying in the bed with your wife. Like, I mean, and that's why I tell him, like, yo, you're not going to win this. You're looking crazy. Yeah. And I don't think Kanye understands that when he makes a video and he's going after, you know, either it's Pete Davidson or Kim Kardashian, mm -hmm. that he has crazy fans out there. Yeah. Who are, who are also going to be attacking and commenting on it. They post and saying all type of crazy shit. And he doesn't realize that he has super crazy fans who be like, yo, Kanye's yeah. talking to me. He wants me to do something to mm -hmm. Kim K. I'm going to do it because Kanye's, you know, I know he's talking to me. You know, those type of schizophrenic brains out there who love Kanye. Like, yeah. You, you, that's you not call out to schizophrenics. I'm, not calling, I'm just saying, but that's the type of person that would like. Like deep but, core stands. Like. But I think Kim Kardashian would be the one more in danger. I don't really think you want to run up on Pete Davidson. <laughs> I, I I think he if, if Kanye stepped to him, I think he can handle his own. I mean, if you send a mob after him, I mean he's what 170 pounds soaking wet. But I mean, if it was just man, and that's what I think Kanye is trying to do is trying to call him out as a man. And Pete Davidson is like, I don't have to prove to you I'm a man. All I got to do yeah. is look down. I know I'm a man. Right? He's he, like you say. He's when you, once you reach a certain age, like I'm not finna. Have yeah, a dick swinging contest with you, Kanye. <laughs> what do you I mean? That's what he's basically what he says, like, dog, just it's we we both grown. You two are not together. The kids are fine. You're both yeah. are fucking billionaires. What are you arguing about? Yeah. <laughs> what do you because he doesn't doing? because he can't control the narrative and he can't control that situation, which I've heard people say this uh over the last couple of weeks or whatever, you know about when you are used to people just bowing down one and you're used to you know having your way sometimes it doesn't go over well when that doesn't happen you see i've, I've purposely not used certain words that people like to throw around or like whatever what? like narcissism and oh, okay. um being right abusive back. and I think he's just emotionally not developed, Kanye. I think he, he because you, you watch the whole thing with his mother and all that. She coddled him. She surrounded him. She patted him. Yeah. And I don't think she let him emotionally develop. Because mm -hmm. even though he was involved in his music and all that, you didn't see a whole lot of in the beginning relationships and things like that. All interacting so there, with people. Right. There was no chance for him to emotionally develop. He got let down, but he didn't get let down when he was emotionally involved. He wasn't in love with the people he was trying to sell his records to. No. He was just hustling. But once he got like emotionally involved with somebody, I think it was like, I, I didn't watch the third part, so I'm not sure. But <laughs> I think it was after his mother passed away that that's when, you know, the emotional turmoil happened. Yeah, he had. A, he had. I think I. I seriously, he had a nervous breakdown because mm -hmm. 
I mean, if you saw part three, you saw that his whole demeanor changed from his rants were a lot different. <laughs> it was a lot more like, yo, okay. Like, you know, before his rants was like, yeah, yeah, okay. You number one. Okay, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. Till rants were like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. What? Okay, what? where are you going with this? You know what I'm saying? His, his balance, maybe. Like, losing that, that balance. Yeah, because losing your mom is tough. I mean, yeah, it takes a long, it takes a while to recover from that. I trust me, I know. <laughs> I don't, I didn't want to know, but it, I know. Oh, so, it's been twenty-one years, and, and you still have your days, like you know. I still pick up the phone to call my mom, and that's 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 a heartbreaking feeling to pick up that phone and be like, "Damn, yeah, I, I can't." And I'm and I'm. I, you know, one thing I'm I'm tired of people saying he just a dad trying to see his kids. Like, yeah, I feel him to that yeah. point, but there's a way you go about it. You know, um, like 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 let's say it was me ranting on Facebook about the mother of my kids. You know, that's just me talking, and a few people might say something. He's a he's world known. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. don't want to be in the middle. He doesn't need to bring the world in the middle of this. Yeah. Let's say before you got these people, these fans who is is crazy because even with his daughter being on TikTok, he doesn't know. I, I won't. I don't want my daughter on TikTok either. <laughs> I'll be be honest with you. And you probably got the crazies going on there talking shit to his daughter. Yeah. His fans, who's you know who think they're fans, but they're really just as bad as the, the stranger in the, you know on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But then, I mean, when you have like the the world basically at your disposal, you know, in terms of finances and the best lawyers and all of this, you know, mediators and, you know, all like at a certain point you have to call it what it is or whatever it, you know, it is the need to control things. The need to because if you if it's all about like the kids as you say or whatever, like I said, you can go to court. You can, um, you know, have a, a meeting. Like, have you ever seen like a man or a woman who, you know, they get a, a court order to see their kids, and it's like, um, the judge says, okay, you meet the mediator. And you do a drop off like you, you two don't have any contact with each other. And then the man or the woman is like, well, if I can't see that person directly or whatever, then we don't need to meet. You know, you don't have to see that other person if it's about the kids. You know, you go, you do the drop off, you do the pickup, you do whatever. You don't ever have to cross paths with that other person at all. You know, but something makes you want to interact with that person or whatever, then let's be honest, it's not about the kids. It's about your interactions with that other person, with that other parent. Baby with a booty says the people, the problem is people lack respect. Kanye in this conversation with Pete and Pete with his choice to sleep with Kim. I mean, look at his free country, but man's got no guilt at all. Hmm? <laughs> um, well, I mean, they say that Hollywood is a very small playground or whatever, so there's going to be overlap. A lot of overlapping. Yeah, but but in terms of like 
Pete Davidson and Kanye have never been friends, have they? I mean, but I mean, okay, they might not have been friends, but Kanye did the same thing. She was married to uh, Chris Humphreys, who played in the NBA. And he was like, yo, I, I miss Kanye. I miss uh, Kim. I want Kim. And he got Kim. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, was he expecting her to stay single the rest of her life? I mean, yes. I think he's playing an emotional game with her. Probably the same one they've been playing. No, but I think Kim has walked away. Kim has said, I have had enough. Yeah. I am done. I'm cutting this off and I'm moving on. And Kanye doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know what to do without that game. Yep. Because that's, that's that, that a lot of abusive relationships are that way. Yep. I'm going to leave you. No, you ain't. Yes, I am. But then she leaves and she's like, oh, but he said he'll never do it again. And she goes back mm -hmm. because that's the game. That's the dynamic that they have yep. that's comfortable. And I think Kim has cut that off and walked away. And yep. Kanye doesn't understand or has not accepted that yet and doesn't know how to move on. Yeah, yeah a lot of people, <laughs> I'm like that. Once I'm done, I'm done. If I say I'm, you want me to move out, cool. I'll be out in a couple weeks. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. Say we're no, my friends. Well, <laughs> well, it's it's like I joke now because the the situation is so far removed or whatever. But, um, like I had a situation like that. It's like this person did you know a lot of stuff to me or whatever, and it was always a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth thing. So I finally got to the point where I was like, I'm like done. Like I I refuse to engage in this behavior anymore, whatever. And it's like. I, like I said, I joke about it now and whatever. It's like this person, it's like they just started hating me. Of course, they didn't hate me. They just hated the fact that, you know, I chose to walk away. And, no, and they I used hated to, you. No, they hated the fact that they couldn't no longer manipulate me and could no longer control me. And, it, and it's like my, the joke is, it's like how in the hell did you like the audacity for you to get some self-respect, like the audacity, like how could the fuck could you do this to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it was never about the the person or me with that person. It was a, about the control that that person had over me or whatever. And it's like, you know, like how in the hell could you think about, you know, getting a backbone? Like who the fuck told you to get a backbone? Who the fuck told you to get some self-respect? Like. You know, um, they said something one time and it was like so crazy. Like, I was like, this is toxic. Well, of course, we didn't use the words like toxic and all that shit back then. But because it's been a few years ago. But it was like early, uh, uh, early 2000s. Mid Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, so, so it was like... Um, I, like I've cheated on you before and, and, and you were still there like what changed now excuse me like so I was just supposed to continue to be with you while you cheated on me and while you did all this shit but I was just supposed to continue to be there like come on now that is that is has to be one of the stupidest things I ever heard somebody say out their mouth like I've cheated on you before and you didn't leave what the fuck why you leave now Excuse me. My mother would call that dog in the manger syndrome. <laughs> you got I mean, it's the dog guarding the hay in the manger. The dog don't really want the hay, but he don't want right. nobody else to have the hay either. 
Right. <laughs> so he barking and growling at everything that walk up, but then he's ignoring the hay at the same time. So I But it even went beyond that because in, in terms of like I mean that whole saying, you know, you don't want something but you don't want nobody else to have it. It I mean it went even beyond that. It was the actual audacity to say some stuff like I've cheated on you before and you didn't leave. Like what the hell is different now? Like are you stupid or are you dumb? You know. I've dealt with that. Somebody who didn't want you, but they didn't want about us to have you. And they always try to cause issues and drama in your shit. Yeah, yeah I've dealt with that. No, they, the, or they only wanted you on their terms. Yeah, I want yeah. you if yeah. you're going to accept me cheating on you or me lying yeah. to you or me hitting you. But if you don't accept those things, then I don't want you, but I want you to want me. It was... It was crazy. It was one, yeah. Like you are, you are probably certifiably insane. Like you have to. Sounds be. like it. Excuse me, those of us who have papers resent that remark. Okay, <laughs> but certified people that don't belong in our group. <laughs> oh, but he probably needed to be in that group. He probably needed to be in a group, not our. Group. <laughs> not y'all. <laughs> Just uh, you know, but like I said, it was just funny. Like, how dare you have the audacity to you know walk away from some shit that didn't serve you? How could you? Like, I fucking hate you. Okay, thank you. Well, speaking of certifiable, let me play this quick, quick, quick clip for you. <laughs> See now, here we go. I'm not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of Black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. Mr. Uche. Who is, who is he trying to convince everybody or himself? <laughs> I think he got some inside information on people that's going to do something to him. To Nobody's going to know. Nobody's doing, go nothing in. Nobody's doing nothing to him. Nobody's, yeah, he, right. he, nobody's doing nothing to him. He's, you don't know. What are you no, going to do? He, he, he wants attention. attention. That's why he did the whole thing. It's, it's attention. That's like, I'm not suicidal. That's that's a plea. Like, put me in protective custody, please. <laughs> but like, that's where he was going. I'm pretty sure that's where he's going. But he's it's it's, it's a ploy, you know. Uh, the the, the fist is something for black people for 400 years. Like, no. Like, you know, he's what? he's pulling out all the cars. The black community, the LGBT community. You know, it's like you're just trying to get. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I mean, great. he was never going to general population anyway. So let's start there. He was never, he, I don't, he was never going to general population. In Chicago, Cook County Jail, he was never going <laughs> to general population. Maybe he should. He was, he was never going to general population. You know. I, I agree, but I said maybe he should. <laughs> maybe that wouldn't be an actual punishment for what he did. But I mean, going to general population in Cook County, you might as well be going to prison. 
Exactly. <laughs> okay, so you I might agree. as well be going to prisons because Jesus. So I'm going to I'm going to state an unpopular opinion. Oh, or an, yeah, okay. So it, is it so hard to believe that this could have very well been a plot against him, right? Um how many how many people have gone down because they didn't want to play the game anymore in terms of the whole Hollywood thing or Hollyweird thing, whatever. And there were so many things that, you know, that were set up or orchestrated to see. And that's why he said that. So people could think like that. Maybe he is right. Maybe this is a I conspiracy mean, theory to get him. I didn't say I agree or disagree. I'm just saying <laughs> that's I'm, why he said it. That's exactly why he said it. Because this was a contract money. dispute. He set that attack up because they weren't giving him the money he wanted on his contract. That make uh, it's crazy because it's like that's that's going to get you the contract. That's going to get you the money you want. And then he was going for sympathy. I guess I don't yeah. know, but I know he was in the middle of contract negotiations they weren't giving him what he wanted and next thing you know he gets attacked by i don't know and then the show ended so the show was going to end anyway the show was failing nobody was watching that show anymore i was you you watched tell me you watched the third season of empire mm -hmm. i'm sorry <laughs> no i watched I'm... i watched season one and then season two, when he went to jail, all of a sudden they was throwing the black fist and free him. I'm like, oh, turn this shit off. And, I'm like, and then the part, and the, the one clip that said, I'm glad I stopped watching, when they showed him, all of a sudden he got dredged down to his shoulders all of a sudden. You know what I'm talking Let me find that picture because that was ridiculous. I don't know. Keep talking. Talk so much yourself. He said, talk so much yourself. No, I mean, it's, but I just, I don't know. It It's, it's crazy because, you know, a lot of times, there are people who make a whole lot of money and whatever because they orchestrate certain things and it and on the outside looking in you would believe i mean i don't know maybe it's an old throwback scandal whatever like like they used to really orchestrate whole scenarios and you didn't have any choice but to believe it because all of the evidence pointed to xyz Okay, do you have to already be famous for that to work? Or can the everyday no. average person, you know, come up with these schemes? Because I need some money. I cannot <laughs> with you. <'cause... laughs> I mean, I just no, I mean, you, have I get very, you have to be very, very ingenuitive, I guess, you know. I, I, I Look, Roz and I have gone places that have shown that I am a very bad liar. <laughs> So, me trying to scheme and plot would not work for anybody involved. Even the people that I hired to do whatever would be like, oh, this. Well, apparently <laughs> that's what happened here. The people he hired just didn't work out. No, the cops actually did their job and was like, it was so <laughs> obvious that the, the, the pieces didn't add up. Didn't match up. That all they had to do, they didn't even have to dig. They just kind of swiped the surface and it was like, okay, we found these two. It was like, okay. You're in Chicago. It's 3 a.m. 
<laughs> Here we go with this again. <laughs> and you choose Subway. <laughs> and you come from right. Subway. And a couple of white guys, three or four white guys come up to you. And they say, and they're wearing MAGA gear, I guess. And it's supposedly <laughs> racist. And they say, you're that F, F word guy from Empire. Yeah. Like, Remember we did this whole. Like, like people, Trump supporters watch Empire. Is that what kept Empire going those years? Trump supporters? That's what we, that's what we supposed to believe? <laughs> it was super unbelievable from the start. Everybody's like. I mean, but that was a pretty popular show, though, you know. On Fox, yeah, I, I know. Maybe this is so hard. I'm just saying, like they like, you know, Trump supporters like Fox. You know, maybe they were trying to do Fox News, and then it came on. They was like, oh, this is kind of, you know, whatever. They like Fox on cable, not just your everyday. Thank you, regular Fox. (laughs) I mean, I tried. You try so hard. You try. You try. I but you knew it was, I mean, you, and people, and he's sticking to this line so hard. I, that's what's so crazy about it. Like, but have is, you ever, like, saw someone who took the stand? I mean, that's why they have a law called, I mean, not a law, but I mean, as far as like the whole perjury thing, because people get on the stand and lie all the time. But we could flip this on his head because he was charged with filing a false police report. How many times a day do you think that happens in the reverse? And exactly. no charges are filed. Exactly. <laughs> so, mm, well, I, I agree. He should have been punished for filing a false police report. There are others that should Speak be punished on. for the same thing. Yeah, they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But... You're right. <laughs> it's hard there's to argue. No but. It's just, I mean, there's, no right. but. there's no but. And they just go home and just think of the next time they want to do it again. Exactly. But no type of repercussions. Come up, come up with a better story. Oh, I've seen a video, and this involved all people of the same color. Mm. Um where she was just leaning on the front of this man's car screaming on the phone to 911 that the man was trying to run her over his car was in park you could see it because he was videotaping it and he was like what are you talking about she starts screaming for her husband to come out of the house I'm like "Uh, hello (laughs) you watched this I'm so sorry you watched this I did you watched this trash. I did. Where would he? Where would he had time to grow? Okay, do you see my hair? This is a couple of months of trying to, you know, get him started. When in the timeline did he have time to grow dreads down his back? That that was not current. That was that um, flashbacks, wasn't it? That's even worse. <laughs> what time and place was he supposed to grow this these dreads down his these? Before he became Lucius, like he was always Lucius. Not when he was younger. That's not his real name. Yeah, his, his real name is my brother's name, which is hysterical. <laughs> his real name, his real name on the show was Dwight Walker, and we laughed so hard because that's my brother's name. 
Look at that. But look at you that. Know, just, look, no, just look at that. You watch. Well, that. I mean, I was you drunk a lot that. then, so I was drunk a lot. So what's what's different? I'm not letting you use <laughs> that as an excuse. No. I mean, I did I did a lot of stuff. I was drunk a lot. There's no way you can look at this mop on his head and be like, yo, this is like a, this is like a good show. I need to be watching. Whatever. I was already invested in it. You can you can uninvest. I was already invested by the time I would have cashed out the first time I saw that picture. I've been like, I'm out. Exactly. I'm out. That's it. And like yeah. another show I've been investing in is, is the uh the power spinoff with Tommy. I have not seen one episode. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. We need to talk about this because people have been gassing up that character Tommy for years. I never thought he was a such a great character. And now Why? He has, huh? He's not Why? He's average. He's no, he he you know, and now he has his own show, and people are seeing like, yo, this guy really isn't <laughs> he can't carry his own show. Uh, well, I don't I haven't seen an episode, so it's supposed to be in Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about that that says Chicago. The whole the whole feel of the show is nothing like Chicago. I mean, I like Tommy Egan. Why? He's the most overhyped character on TV right now. Well, especially during I, the power scene. People's oh, Tommy's Tommy's so real. No, I never saw it. I never saw you it. You never saw it. I never saw the hype about Tommy Egan. I'm sorry. He was just like the whole, I don't know. He was like the whole that dude that just really does not care. The type of people that I said last week or whatever, like those are not the type of people that you really should like involve yourself with because they really do not care. Like he really did not care about shit, but ghost. Like that was it. I don't know. Maybe it was a whole loyalty thing. I don't know. Cause you cannot say that he was not loyal. Like he, he did not care about nothing but ghost. I guess well the the show is average at best. Some episodes have been trash. Some episodes have been like, uh. but you have been watching. I'm invested to the whole series as a whole because I'm pretty sure the next series has but, has some intertwined with it. But when I just said about I was invested with uh, power, and it was like, well, get uninvested. Like you said, he doesn't bring anything to the show, so. <laughs> So why? Look at this picture. Everybody just, listening, I am showing a picture of Lucius Lyon with these mop-type dreads on his head down to his shoulders from this show from the third season, and she's trying to defend it. No, I was defending me watching Power. I was defending no, the Empire. picture. Empire. I mean, Empire. Empire. I was defending me watching Empire, not that whole thing. So... Clarity. I mean, the first season had everybody intrigued, like, oh, this might be something right here. This might be something. And it's just like, yeah, I'm done with this. I was not done with it. And the the thing about the Tommy show, it's so over the top, like, okay, I can suspend belief, but y'all, they just be shooting people in broad daylight and nothing ever comes back to them. And like, like, come on now. I get it's Chicago, but you just can't walk in a bar and shoot three people and walk out and (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, there are certain places in Chicago that you probably can do. I that. mean, you can't. It's it's way over the top. The gunfights. It's like 
every gunfight is in broad daylight. I mean, it happens. I mean, it does happen in Chicago. I mean, but at the same time, it's like it has no Chicago feel to it at all. Yeah, I can't attest or deny because, like I said, I haven't seen an episode. Watch I don't episode. really watch a lot of. So I don't watch a lot of TV lately. So I mean, we had that. I don't really watch TV. Bobby says Terrence Howard. I have my own issues with him. What issues do you have with Terrence Howard? <laughs> the fact that he's a prick in real life. I, can't. I should put this picture on the as the, on the thumbnail because this picture is sick. <laughs> this picture is nasty. I'm laughing every time I see this picture. I just, just look at this. Just look at this. You just are you too much to, or too many things. Like you trying to justify this show. Yes. Have you ever been like invested in something and like you just have to see it through, my boy? Yes, the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Somebody gonna get triggered. You just have to see it through. What what does what does that have to do with anything? He's on law and order now. <laughs> he getting that money money right now. He wants I mean, to did it end? Blackish ended, right? It's the last season. Oh. Um, so we had to get him another job before they went off. Off. He had to make sure that that direct deposit was still hidden. I'm just showing all the bad dreads that was on TV at one point. So I know. <laughs> I was getting. I was getting the. I was following a little bit. Is the that Empire what you one. Google bad dreads? No, I, I, oh. I Google Terrence Howard and he's always come up with it because they know he's so bad. Like, this is the worst. Well, what about not really um, dreads, but the whole Shamar Moore on um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Oh, Shamar Moore, oh, God, hold on. Wait a minute. That's the classic <laughs> right there. It popped. That's the first thing put Shamar Moore braids. That's, I, I can't. You could just hear him like, I can't like that's the first thing that comes. I can't. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Perry. There Is that will be an no actual wig. Do you think? Yes, yes it's, it's a, a wig. It's a lace front. It's terrible. <laughs> it there will terrible. be no. Uh, slander of. Um, my brain just went totally a blank. Tyler Perry, I can't talk about Tyler Perry. No. What are you going to say about Tyler Perry? That everybody else's wigs be trash, but his wig be on point. Um, <laughs> no, they, they didn't start out like that. Now these, now these are the worst braids on TV ever. Those are the absolute worst. <laughs> I forget the character name from Walking Dead. If you ever watch The Walking Dead, you know what, what I'm talking his, about. What was his name? I don't even know. Do you think he saw it in the, in the, in the dress room and was like, yo, y'all want me to wear this? <laughs> but, but he was, I mean, he was finna get a check. He like shit, okay. Then they showed him the money. Exactly. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that go right here. <laughs> That down a little bit right there. Ashley commented, anything Tyler Perry touches when it comes to hair is comical and shameful. 
Who is that? Bobby Ashley. says, oh my God. Bobby says, and I love Shamar. Yeah. Who doesn't? Ashley does it. What? You just put your hand up? I sure did. What do you have against Shamar Moore? It's something about the way he carries himself i just don't it okay you know how they say people have a shimmer a, sh a shimmer yeah like if there's something going on underneath the 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 the, the facade, facade they are they are presenting he has a shimmer for me and i it, it makes me uneasy and i don't like it i've never seen a shimmer like Ashley says, all that money and couldn't get a good hairstylist on set. She's on a roll today. <laughs> She's on a roll. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I think I messed her up with the shimmer. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like a shimmer. It is, it's, it's like, remember, like when, when you see a person and they are, you just get a bad feeling about them. I, I've never gotten that from him. You remember but, on Chappelle's show when Charlie Murphy said, said he seen Rick James and said the light is like, give it to me, baby. You know what I'm saying? That was the that was the shimmer. Like <laughs> no, it's like it's like a, a, a reptile blinking its eyes. I can't I can't it, put this on right here. No, seriously. No, that's I'm talking about I, he keeps showing the picture. Oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> when I look at that man, that's what I see is I see the shimmer. And I, it, it just makes me uneasy. <laughs> That's just funny. He, he seemed like he was. I mean, he seems appears that like as far as talking that he was, you know, humble. Like, um, I don't know. The worst thing is meeting one of your favorite celebrities and seeing that they're an asshole. That's the oh worst yeah, thing in the world. Yes, yes, yes. Or. Bobby says the only Shamar I see is his sweat. I adore Shamar. Damn, Bobby. Um. <laughs> Go, Bobby. Go, Bobby. <laughs> that I think that that is like that has to be one of the yeah that would have to be one of the most yeah let I mean, down. One day I had to tell you my uh, Gary Coleman story. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Was it? Huh? So he just don't don't do that. Don't do what? He what? Don't do what? She don't want to wait. She want to hear the story now. No, well, I do want to hear the story now. But I mean, like <laughs> Gary Coleman, like don't. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. For a long time, I, for a long, long time, I was like, yo, fuck Gary Coleman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel bad saying it now because he's passed, and, you know, RIP to Gary Coleman. But that, for a long time. Okay, I'm going to tell the story. Thank I've you. I've told the story before. Thank you. So I was like, if you know the story of Gary Coleman, he got started in Waukegan, Illinois. I'm from North Chicago, Illinois, which is right next to Waukegan. Mm-hmm. And me and my friends was in somebody's backyard playing basketball. I'm like nine, ten, you know, super young. 
and somebody rolled down the street was like, yo, Gary Coleman's up the street. And we was like, Get, you know, shut <laughs> up. Why? Gary Coleman ain't up the street. So we said, we like, like, yo, what if he really is up there? What if, we, you know, what if he really is up there? So we all run up the street like, yo, we finna see Gary Coleman. And we give a street and we see a yellow Lamborghini in the driveway. We like, yo, who car is that? You know, we can sound like, yo, it's Gary Coleman for real. Now, mind you, it's four or five of us out there. Mm. I was the oldest at 10. You know, they had like nine, eight. You know, we all super young. He comes out the house. We like, yo, Gary Coleman, come talk to us. Yo, Gary Coleman, can I get a hashtag? Yo, yo, Gary Coleman, we losing. Like, yo, it's Gary Coleman. He said, <laughs> hey, kids, jumped in his car and sped off. He acknowledged y'all? He acknowledged y'all. He didn't even look at us. He just did one of these. Hey, kids. I was like. Now, you were 10. Is that really what you saw? Or is that what your mind told you you saw? My mind, my mind and what I fired. saw was he did one of these. Hey, kids. Jumped in his car and sped off. I mean, how could I not make it? Wait, you think you talked to us and I just forgot about it? What are you trying to say? No, he probably <laughs> made eye contact and was like, hi, kids. No. Thank you. I 100% believe that. 100% <laughs> believe that's how that story went. Because, because about him, that's the type of person he was. Not just him, but that's yeah. what a lot of celebrities do that. Yeah. Is they will Important wave. Me, fuck you. Not not necessarily to adults, but to kids, because kids have gotten so caught up in the fact that they saw yeah. the star. That, you know, oh, he waved at me. He waved at me. They think that that's enough to, I don't know what? why he would think that. Like, I don't know. But I mean, some people Chicago just really do suck, but like. But I also, on the side of the celebrities. I see their point of view. That has to be exhausting. To you signed constantly up be you, you did, but I don't nobody knows that kind of pressure when they sign up for it. Nobody knows that everything you ever do is going to be scrutinized. You gonna have people picking through your garbage. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't God forbid you, you gain an ounce of fat. You know, everything. Mm -mm. But you hear these stories and then people still want that. People are like selling their souls, supposedly, for <laughs> for these types of situations. And you you hear this stuff, but it's like that's what you that's what you're striving for. Like it so you they know don't believe it. They don't believe it. They think if they get enough security that they, or if they get so big that you know they can clear out whole clubs and all this that, and that. And that does not happen. They and want the, the good stuff, but not the other stuff. Exactly. Because, yes, while you may be able to say, clear this club out because I want to go in or clear this, this store out because I want to go in. At the same time, you have to walk to your mailbox every day. Oh. And there's going to be people snapping cameras at you, trying to yeah. get pictures of you. You know, and there's like, you always have to be on point. 
I'm never on point. So if I always had to be on point, it would be a sad day in America. Oh, believe me. On point. So, believe I mean, me. But like you have it, to be on every day, all day, every day. Like, but that's your brand. That's what you sold to America. Yeah. But I think that you know, you should. I have a story of being on a plane with somebody off of Disney once, and my mother made me memorize her name. I was like eight or nine. She made me memorize her name, and she told me to go up and say hello to her and say her name, and I completely froze and then I mean, she was like from the mickey mouse club and i was like and my mom's like did you you know was it christina was aguilera like, no thank you for thinking i'm that young but <laughs> no it was not we're like no but that i'm a date myself here i met donna summer Oh, you saw her in concert and went backstage. No, I met her walking down the street. You saw her at Club 5050, was it? <laughs> Bite me, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it I, I think we should give them a break. Let these people check their mail in peace, get their newspaper in peace. You know, if they are stepping out to an event, then you have the, the right to be cameras in their face yeah. and all. But if they just going to, okay, none of them are going to be going to a Piggly Wiggly, but if they're going to, I, nobody maybe. Going to a Piggly <laughs> if they're going to a local grocery store or whatever, or just the Starbucks to get some coffee, let the people be in peace. They just, yeah. I don't think they, they, that's not what they signed on for. They signed on for the stepping on stage and getting all that kind of fame. But they didn't realize the pressure that was going to come. No, they realize it. They know. They know now. I don't know. I remember one time I was in Atlanta. This was the last time that I lived there when I was like twenty something, and it was a, a rapper at the time, and we were like, you know, you leave the club and everybody like not really drag racing, but everybody doing the whole car show thing or whatever, and uh. Me and some people were in the car and we were like trying to get his attention or whatever. And he was like totally ignoring the shit out of us, like ignoring the shit out of us. So we got to this place where like people get out of their cars and like walk around and, you know, whatever. So I get out the car and I had on like this skirt that was like this big <clears throat> and these like shoes that were like this big. Like what's that song? Uh, what LL Cool J said? Uh, heels tall, like what do you say? Something, whatever. You like dress, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but so I get out the car, and like all of a sudden, he had all the time in the world, like to talk to me. But when I was trying to get his attention, like he was ignoring the shit out of me. Like you, like I was like, damn, am I a butterface? Like everything look good, butterface? Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. So basically, you trying to tell us it's the time you smashed um, Young Jock. It's going down. <laughs> First of all, so he, he, is, he is sick. He is sick. That was, no, that was before, like, that was before that time. Like, that was before Young Jock. That was before, like, I said I was 20, well, 
Okay, so here I go aging myself again. But but I hate him. I can't. Like, this... Don't hate him. Do y'all got bail money? Do y'all got bail money? (laughs) Can I borrow some bail money? For him? No. Oh, my God. I'm not mad at you, you know what I mean? I'm going to need some bail money. For him? Bobby says, no. so not Luda? No, I know for <laughs> no, you, but is it because of him? No. Then no. why you gonna need bail money? You ain't coming for me, are you? I, I see bail money, needing bail money in my future. I cannot. See, this is what he does. This is what he does. Like, why does he... <laughs> If you bet young, if you smash young Jock, just admit it. I mean, it's not to be ashamed though. He's a young Jock don't want nothing to do with me. Okay. Okay. I saw the I, I saw the shimmer. <laughs> She's like now. <laughs> I saw it. So it was a rapper from Atlanta. No, it was a rapper in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Taking my <laughs> advice, <laughs> but that's really what I said. It was a rapper in Atlanta. I did not say he was from Atlanta. All right. So on that note, let's go. I mean, exactly. Can we? For the night. <laughs> exactly. I want to thank everybody for watching. If you're still watching, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Share the share the stream. I uh, hope y'all had a good time. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you give us a review. If you listen to us on iTunes and all that good stuff. I am Roz Mix. Any last words, ladies? Last words, ladies. Who you calling a lady? Okay. <laughs> so basically, she smashed Rick Rick Ross in the, uh, <laughs> in the 2000s. Rick Ross. Right, I'm not going to hold y'all. Do with me we either. Out. Have a good one. See y'all next week.